Excellent. Good morning. How are you doing, Mr. Rob Pope? I'm grand. Great to see you, my man. Let me let me ask you a question. First of all, I'm very inspired that that you are a veterinarian. That to me is a universal calling to take this run. Was that also something you felt from the universe that you needed to do? Because you know darn good and well, there's going to be a lot of people inspired by what you have done. Yeah, like so it, it was very strange. Like sort of originally, sort of I. I wanted to run across America from from west to east, Long Beach, California to Long Beach, New York. And it was one of these things where all the circumstances in life gradually sort of slotted into place from my mum saying to do one thing in my life that made a difference to a a, a change in my circumstances where I was living with my job and my girlfriend just saying now is the time to do it. And of course, quite often we get given that opportunity and we just go, no, I, I can't because, <laughs> and usually a reason is not really valid, you know. So, and this time, you know, I, I grasped the nettle and I, I never really thought I would complete it, to be honest. It was almost going to be a tribute to Forrest in the way that he ran until he was tired and then he went home. <laughs> and I just thought, well, that's what I'll do. I'll go as far as I can. And just turned out it was the same place. A, a real per- person question would be, how do you fight the boredom? Because even, you know, there are people that want to go into a gym for 45 minutes and they, they get in there and say, oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I mean, you, you did it daily. Yeah, well, there was always something to think about. You know, first thing in the morning, you know, it'd be great because, you you know, wildlife was still everywhere, you right. know, before they tend to, like, sort of uh, avoid us guys. And then, um, yeah, basically... Uh, I would be thinking about where I was going to eat that night. Sort of, was there anywhere I could stay? Um, you know, did something hurt at the time? Like, how could I? How could I manage that? And then, of course, I had the wondrous gift of music. And eventually, when I managed to uh, get onto it, radio, of course. And it was great listening to local radio as I went across the country. Oh, I'm with you on that, man. Because I'm a radio guy all the way, and I mean, I love hearing even going to an AM station where you get that little static in the air, and it, feel, it feels so good. Because it, it, you know, in fact, that brings me to this point. As you went from city to city, state to state, we all change on those border lines. What? How did everybody embrace you? Yeah, no, it was brilliant. Like, sort of, um, I remember like Tennessee was a huge state for me because I didn't expect anything from Tennessee. I just sort of thought about it as Dolly Parton and somebody <laughs> said there's, there's, there's packs of stray dogs there, you know, that will chase you. And it was a tough time for me because my girlfriend who was supporting me in an RV, we had to go home because we were just running out of money. And so then I started off with a stroller. And I went through Tennessee and the generosity of the people there was just unbelievable, you know, and it made me think that, hey, maybe I can cope on my own. And I got really worried then when I got to Virginia because I just thought there's no way that they're going to be the same as the people of Tennessee. But they were and it carried on going. And, and of course, on my fourth trip, when I went back through Tennessee, it wasn't Virginia I passed into. It was North Carolina. Yeah. How about that? that that's where <laughs> I am, man. What, what, what did you pick up while you were here in Carolina? Oh, I, I loved it. Like sort of, uh, well, it was snowy when oh, I went over, over the over, over the mountains, you know. So, uh, and it, it was just such a great place. Like sort of, I I went to uh, Grandfather Mountain. Oh, of nice. Course. Yeah. Now, because it had been snowing, I couldn't run the famous Forest Gump curve, and so I had to go home very briefly. Um, sort of on the on the fifth leg, and I went via Atlanta. 
and I drove five hours north back to Linville <laughs> because there was no way I wasn't going to run that curve. And so, you know, that was it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, did, did you spend a lot of time up there on the Blue Ridge Parkway? Is that, was that where your run was, or how did, how did you get around? What? What a place! Like sort of a, a really good friend of mine. Like sort of, he's actually running in the Barclay Marathons at the moment. So John Kelly, and I think he's in the lead. So wow. yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's just moved to Boone, and so yeah, I think I'd like to move to Boone. <laughs> oh, that's Boone's a that's a happening town. Plus, you're up there with those Mountaineers, which is their which is their college team. And, and I mean, that's if you're gonna go someplace, it's gonna be a party town where you're gonna get a little bit of winter, a little bit of summer. That's it. It'd be Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, I love some of that. So now let's let's talk about tennis shoes because I mean I mean I I'm a big Hoka's fan. Was there a, was there a certain brand that you really got into that you know because I mean you can blow out a pair of tennis shoes in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, I, well, I had to wear Nikes, didn't I? Because uh, like sort of following in the footsteps, you know, if you're gonna wear, if you're gonna follow in someone's footsteps, you should probably wear their shoes as well. And so. Um, I did 500 miles in a pair of Cortez, the exact sort of you know colorway that Forrest ran in. And then I got through another 32 pairs of shoes on the way as well. And so um, <laughs> 500 miles a pair, roughly. Now, y- you can't go out there and run that much and not get injured somehow, some way. Because, I mean, I get a cramp in my calf and a heartbeat. I mean, what, what are you doing for supplements to make sure that your body stays up? Uh, well, there's lots of supplements in the fast food joints and gas stations, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but- I am not the man to come to for nutritional advice. Like I was literally like the teenager whose parents had gone away for the weekend and said, you can get takeaway once and here's my credit card. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was, just, I was like a kid in a sweet shop. You know, it was the best excuse ever. Your podcast. I love the idea that, that you're, you're taking your journey, not only just from the book and everything, but you actually have a podcast, How to Be Superhuman. You're, you're sharing your journey and your story to inspire others to participate. Yeah, well, so when I was hosting that, I actually had a, uh, a massive imposter syndrome because I was interviewing people, including John Kelly, uh, who were just such incredible athletes. And it, everybody was so different. And, like, mm-hmm. like, everybody was so just humble and nice and stuff. But one of the things I'm really keen to point out is people had said about this Forrest Gump run, you know, it wasn't possible. There's been articles written about it, you know. So there's six billion people on this rock of ours, and I was the first person to really give her a full-on, you know, red hot go from Alabama on. And I was also the first person to complete it. Now I'm either one in six billion, or much more likely, it shows that we, as a sort of species, you know, that we are capable of incredible things. And I think the ability to be superhuman resides in all of us. Yeah, we yeah. just actually have to find that little bit that you know, so that we can capitalize on and make our own. Wow. We talked about the winter weather of North Carolina. Well, one of the things that this nation is notorious for the hot weather. How did you deal with that out there on that blacktop? Yeah, like sort of. Well, I tried to avoid the worst of whatever state had to mm-hmm. throw at me. So I thought, well, I'll be sort of in a, in Alabama in the winter and I'll be in Montana in the summer. And I'd seen the pictures of like the postcards in Montana and it looks a bit like Scotland on steroids, you know? And so I thought <laughs> it would be like, it would be like Scotland's uh, summer, you know? Yeah. But on steroids and like sort of, you know, a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, you know? And so that was tough, you know, no, there's no shelter on the plains of North Dakota. That's for sure. Yeah, so boy, that's a truth. And, uh, 
Yeah, and like bizarrely, I had my coldest temperature in Alabama. I got down to minus one Fahrenheit one day, and uh, I, 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 I got stopped by a by a police officer who said, um, I, I've got used to getting stopped by the law at this point, you know, and so he approaches me. I'm like, hello, officer. And he just goes, hello, sir. And I'm just like, have you had a call about a lady pushing a stroller down the highway? And he's just like, sure have, son. And I was just like, why is it always a lady? And he just goes, you ain't going to see a fella pushing a stroller down the highway in Alabama, son. <laughs> so now, what, what part, I'm from Billings, Montana. So what part of Montana did you run through? Oh, so we went on two the whole way. I didn't get to Billings, sadly, because I've heard it's amazing. So I went through Glacier, yeah. um, you know, which was stunning. I actually think that is the, when people say what's the most beautiful part sort of uh, you've been to, like sort of Glacier and Joshua Tree National Park, yes. almost two opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, sort of really ring true. But of course, like sort of the whole like sort of Tennessee, Carolina section, especially especially north, because it is a bit more like sort of England, you yeah, know. Yeah. And again, it's like sort of it's almost like sort of British scenery, but made made large, you know, sort of <laughs> yeah. made made more technical. And uh, you know, so I, I need to like visit some of these places, not just when it's the uh, the worst of the weather, the worst or the best of the weather, you know. But I want to see it in the fall, for example, you know. So lots of excuses to come back. Wow. Well, congratulations on your journey. And I, like I said, you're going to be inspiring a lot more people to, to do such a journey. Maybe not as long, but it at least gets them involved and it gets them outside, which is what I find inspiring. Absolutely. Please come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, sir. I would love to. Excellent. Be brilliant today, okay? <laughs> you too, my man. See you soon.